And we're here. We're and back. we're here. We're here. <laughs> it's exciting. I know. I know. This is, can't believe another year. Here we I are, know. 2023. That's right. Back in the saddle. Yeah. All right. So we are, if you're a LinkedIn user, this is the show for you because this network platform is going places and it is becoming a real great marketing tool for building B2B relationships and generating leads. So there's one caveat, according to a recent poll that was conducted on LinkedIn, 56% of members found that B2B marketing is more challenging than B2C marketing. But not to worry, we're here to help you change all that. So we're going to show you some best best practices. I've got to get my words together. Best practices to use LinkedIn and have it be a dynamic networking and marketing tool for you. So let's go ahead and get started. Okay, number Oh my God, Lorna! I promise. <laughs> Don't worry. I've got I've got stuff I'm editing already, so I'm not worried. <laughs> yes. All right. Welcome to Marketing in a Mic. Sarah and I are always here to give you a variety of digital marketing tips, trends, guides, really bottom line. We really just want to help your business. So today, LinkedIn is one of my favorites or becoming one of my favorites. It's really a unique platform. It's a lot different than all the other social media platforms. And while every platform has certain levels of engagement with its audience, LinkedIn, you have to build connections. That's the name of the game on that platform. Businesses are really expected to be visible and interact in conversations, and you just need to know where to start. So that's why we are here today. Yes. So we're going to break up this show into two parts. So the first is we're going to talk about some features on LinkedIn that can help you build better connections and brand awareness. And then the second part of this is we're going to talk to you about some valuable lead generating approaches that were shared by a panel of experts on a recent LinkedIn event called Be To Believe. And it was, uh, yeah, pretty eye-opening. Very eye-opening. And we're dabbling in a lot of different things with LinkedIn ourselves. So I think this is really going to become the platform of this year. So, all right, let's go with number one, make the most of your LinkedIn page. This is your advertisement. This is your billboard. Take Mm -hmm. advantage I mean, there are so many different features and tabs and sections on your LinkedIn. Um, You would be surprised how an incomplete page can impact your overall visibility and show how credible you are to followers. Um, I'm looking at, I don't know about you, but every week it seems like I have more and more people that it shows that visited my page or viewed my profile. So it's so important. LinkedIn data shows that complete pages get 30% more weekly views than those that are missing information. So this goes both for your company page, but also your personal page for business owners. Mm, yes, it's true. And I still see them a lot. And it's kind of becoming a little bit of a pet peeve when you see just like an incomplete page when you're trying to, to look for something. So it's, it's so funny. I mean, there's still people that don't even put their picture on. that has got like the, you know. Yeah, it's wild. Like a little avatar. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. That's a whole other pet peeve. Yeah, that's a whole other. <laughs> But um, even with that, they don't do the cover image, which that cover image is that banner that's right behind your profile. 
picture. And it's important to do it, make it eye catching um, and refresh it. Uh, don't have it be one and done. And you can use your cover image to do more than just bling it out. Um, you can use it to promote upcoming events. You can highlight your products or services, upcoming announcements, you know, talk about your podcast, whatever it is. So your business profile should be sort of a strategic list of keywords relevant to your business. It should also have a CTA button. And there's a lead gen form now that you can post on there. And that's what, so you can kind of get that set up directly through LinkedIn. And that's going to help you to generate more uh, leads or just anybody that's wants to get in touch with you. They can just click through right on that lead gen form. Yes. If you haven't looked at it in a while, there's, like I said um, previously, there's so many things that you can use the page for. So then just putting a little bit of information about you. So when you are using LinkedIn, this is the other thing to keep in mind. Let's go to number two. The second thing that we want to point out is what we call the 411 rule. And mm -hmm. that's what you want to use for engagement. So I love this one. We got this tip directly from LinkedIn's recommendation list. And I really think this concept is brilliant and kind of everybody needs to follow it. So the 411 rule states that for every one piece of content that you share about yourself or your organization, you should share an update from another source mm -hmm. besides you. And more importantly, share four pieces of content written by others. So, you know, spread the love. And um, I think people will find you a lot more intriguing when you're sharing other people's information. Well, yeah. And it also just helps with that concept of if you're trying to build your audience or build brand awareness, if you just kind of stay on your little profile with your little stuff, then you're not going to branch out. And this is a great way to do that mm -hmm. and get some more eyes on your page. So, you know, it's it's also in another tone, putting the audience's needs before yourself, because you really mm -hmm. don't want your LinkedIn page to be just like an about us page. It, it should be interactive. Um, so you need to share content on your page. And when you do that, you're introducing more eyes to your business and your organization. So try to make it a habit. Our, our recommendation is to make a habit to start sharing valuable posts that you see from other like-minded businesses uh, at the start of the week. Yes. And the cool thing is they help you. Mm -hmm. um, and this brings us to point number three, content suggestions tool. Um, this tool helps you quickly discover the topics and articles that your target audience currently cares about. So it gives you kind of some help and some advice about what to post. So to help build your content planning and follow that 411 rule, this is a great option to help that planning. Um, I know people are like, I don't know where to start with the content. Well, it, it's right there. It's going to help you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great. It gives you some suggestions sort of based on what you're looking for. So the fourth thing of recommendations is going to be to engage, respond, comment, repeat. So this, again, goes along with that interaction tool of, being, of asking questions and encouraging comments. It can do wonders for igniting conversation. So in addition, it helps build a community and connections on LinkedIn, which that's what it's all about. So you don't have to respond to every comment, but just add in responses that would add some value to the responder or to others viewing the thread. So thanks to a re recent update as well, admins can now respond to comments as yourself or as the business. Yep. So absolutely. Kind of cool yep. So tip number five, search and add 
topic related hashtags. Don't just be throwing up crazy hashtags. <laughs> We've talked about this for years. No good. Drives us nuts. You have to be intentional about your hashtags, people. Um, and LinkedIn uses them in a very effective way. So you want to do this correctly. So first, hashtags are used to help posts be found, which is key. It's very yeah. important. But secondly, it also shows your audience which topics you talk about. Mm-hmm. So that's going to attract more of the people that like the same thing. So as a result of the setup, LinkedIn users can follow those hashtag groups when which become their own little communities that they're following. So again, you mentioned like-minded people. That's what you want to have, people that are interested in what you have to offer. Yes, exactly. And it kind of helps you find other bits of content too, um, sure. and then build those connections. So if you want to add new follower, followers from these existing communities, keep using the same hashtags. That's a really good way to go about it. And then this gives those followers an easy way to locate everything else that you're doing and everything else that you've published related to those content ideas and hashtags. Yes. All right. Moving on to number six. This is I was like, this blows my mind. I think I got a newsletter for somebody the other day and I'm like, I don't remember signing up for this, but it still came into my feed and came into my email. But And we started one too, by the way. I saw that. I was like, I meant to ask you if you did that because it just showed up. (laughs) Well, I started. Okay. So I started one and then I saw that it would post on your newsletter and on your feed. And so I thought, oh, well, we're already doing our blogs on our feed. So I was sort of feeling it out. But then when I realized the second point that you're going to point out, I was like, okay, this is something that we need to start doing. Yes. And as always, Sarah's about five steps ahead of me. I was (laughs) like, because like five seconds later, I got one from us and I was like, I meant to ask you, did you do that? (laughs) Of course you did. So (laughs) newsletters, newsletters, I even have these and they're a great way. I can prove it because we did it. Mm -hmm. Great way to grow subscribers and also your page awareness. So when you publish an article through newsletters, it will post as an article on the page feed. And this is the tricky thing or the cool thing. Notify all your page followers. So newsletter newsletters serve as an ongoing way to attract and engage with your audience in a more organic way. Being that professional or that expert, I, I'm all jazzed up about those. <laughs> I'm jazzed, too. That's what I when I realized that part of it, I thought, oh, this is great because it's going to take in your connections, put them as, as subscribers, and then they'll get notified when a new article gets published in the newsletter. So it's really, really great. Yes. So in addition to that, you can review analytics to see which articles are sort of resonating more with subscribers and make tweaks to your future articles that you publish. So incorporating your own newsletter with original articles helps you build credibility in your industry. I mean, because this is stuff coming from you Um, and it's a big trust factor with uh, followers. So These are our six LinkedIn feature tips. And so we highly recommend those to give you a nice boost in building connections. So now we're going to move on to LinkedIn lead generation tips. Yes, which is a very different thing. Um, It's fun to be out there playing and sharing information and all that, but you really (laughs) want to be able to turn it into a lead for your business. So number one, in lead generation advice that we have for you is shift your mindset from features to promises. So late last year, LinkedIn had its first ever event 
Sarah mentioned it, be to believe to help inspire businesses succeed with LinkedIn. And one of the key takeaways with with that, businesses needed to change their mindset from highlighting just features, plugging away features that your products and services offer to putting a promise to the customers at the heart of their strategy. In other words, what can you solve? You don't want to just be hammering them with, look at me, look at me. So I think it's a huge thing to think about. Yes, yes. I, this was a really great event and, it, and it, it was getting to the heart of like your messaging and how you're approaching people and what what the people on the other side, the audience is liking and what they're not liking. And so uh, it was it was very well received. So their takeaway was that products and services, they don't build connections with people anymore. It's sort of becoming like bombarding to them. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, and the problem with you just coming out with product and feature approach is that it's telling people about a solution that they may or may not know that they have or need or any of that. So it can sort of discourage them. So if your current lead generation process and your messaging is created around a what we offer approach, they suggest doing a new approach. Yes, absolutely. Wanting to solve problems here. Think of that. Um, So the second thing to keep in mind with lead generation is to create category entry points. We call them CEPs. Now, what does that mean? Well, piggybacking off our previous point, the panel of experts emphasize that you need to understand the evolving needs of your customers, not just what you offer, but what are they wanting? So determine what promise your product or service fulfills and understanding your customer needs is essential. So one way of doing this is to create the category entry points, which are common reoccurring, what we call pain points mm-hmm. and motivators that buyer experience, excuse me, that buyers experience when entering into a buyer situation. What do they need? What are they wanting? What's driving them nuts? What problem yeah. can you solve? So that's what we mean by category entry points. Yes, yes. Um, right. You don't want to come in with a solution to a problem they may not even have. So these pain points should all be customer centered. So what challenges are they facing? How does your business fit into that? From there, you can do what they call situational messaging. And this is are the key drivers that build awareness to your potential customers. So then you can deliver that promise that they talked about to your customers that tells them you understand their need and you know exactly how you're going to be able to help them. Exactly. So keeping that in mind, you also need to create number three point we want to make, create memorable messages. I mean, this seems kind of self-explanatory, right. but yeah. some of you aren't following this rule, but <laughs> businesses, yeah, I mean, you're always wanting to try to leave an impress, a lasting impression, right? Um, yeah. For your customers. And you got to cut through all that noise, which is really hard. Um, so during this Be to Believe event, the LinkedIn team shared some glaring stats. And these are just kind of wild. Yeah. 48% of B2B purchase decisions find the B2B ads boring. Uh-oh. I know. Not sad. <laughs> so it's you can be wasting sad. not only time, but money paying for LinkedIn ads that people could care less about. It's an interesting point, though, because it's true about how um, and I see them even in emails where they come in and it's just like we offer this and this and we can do this and we can do this. And it's it's just very one sided. And so I think that's kind of the main point that they're saying. Um, so 71 percent of B2B ads are likely to generate 
no sales. So that's sad too. But currently B2B buyers don't believe brands are engaging with them in their creative the right way. So the feedback was that the most memorable ad messaging were those that tapped into emotion, storytelling, good creative and value. Yes. And again, that seems like it makes sense, but I think people are just so rushed just to get something out there. They're not thinking about what they're putting out there. So um, also LinkedIn's internal data showed that delivering creative that resonates emotionally with your target audience will boost the results of your campaign. Again, that's why they're called pain points. What's, Mm -hmm. you know, what is bugging them and how can you help them? In fact, LinkedIn found that brands that harness this emotional connection saw, this is crazy, saw an increase of 198 times more followers than those people who didn't. So, I mean, it, the proof is in the stats. The proof is <laughs> in the numbers. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So the key takeaway from all of this is that LinkedIn believes that the best way to build more connections is to make everything about your followers. So this comes down to the posts that you publish, the content that you share, the comments that you make, and the ad messaging that you create. So the businesses that do their homework and they target the audience and they know the audience that they need to target and create a very good LinkedIn page that centers around that is going to find the success. So that is true. So you just need to kind of change your mindset for 2023. So um, pretty easy, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, I hope you guys found that all helpful. And that's it for today. And we'll be definitely diving into a lot more LinkedIn um, podcasts as we go further into this year. So don't forget to join our podcast. It also goes live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And you can catch the replay on Instagram. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel for more resources to help your digital marketing. It's free and it's right there for all of you. Yes. All right. So we will catch you next time with another great show. Talk to you soon. Bye.